This is Jeff Brown with Storm Chasers, and I am joined by a very special guest today, uh, Seattle Storm General Manager, Talisa Ria. Welcome. Thanks so much. Yeah. Happy to be here. Um, so I, I want to do this interview, kind of ask about free agency and the draft as we're heading into training camp soon, and, and really excited for this. So um, first, first off, just looking at free agency with like prior years uh, where you kind of knew it was like Sue Bird's either last season or one of her last seasons. Now that she's retired, Stewie left, uh, just looking at like, how did you kind of approach free agency? Would you say it was different this year compared to like maybe two years ago? Yeah, I think every year presents something um, different and unique. I think this year, um, we were trying to scenario plan as much as possible, um, knowing that we had a lot of moving pieces this year. And, um, you know, anytime you're trying to replace someone that's such a great player, and obviously with Sue's retirement, we knew the roster was going to look different. Um, and so there was just a, a different approach and, um, you know, trying to make sure we had done our homework on a lot of different scenarios so that we were prepared for whatever did happen in free agency. So I think each year is unique and presents, you know, different opportunities and challenges. And this year that was definitely true, but um, I felt like we had, you know, plan A, B and C ready to roll and um, we just worked our way through them. Awesome. And yeah, like I, I really liked what you guys did um, as far as kind of looking at some younger players that, you know, just a couple years ago were considered real top prospects coming into the WNBA. And, you know, for whether it was injury or, or just didn't get enough quality minutes the way the, the league is, uh, haven't really had their fair chance. And um, I just wanted you to kind of talk about um, Arella Garantes and Jasmine Walker and Kayla Charles and like what, what you saw out of them. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. A lot of young talent that um, we feel like have a ton of potential, you know, individually and collectively as a group that are really going to have the opportunity to develop and to find their place, you know, on our team, but within the league as well, um, and to show what they're capable of. They've all, you know, had great overseas seasons and really showing improvement through that. And so we're really excited to um, give them that opportunity and feel like we can position them amongst the rest of the group and surrounded by some really great players um, and really allow them that chance to come in and um, compete and work hard every day and um, really develop their skill set here in the W. Awesome. And then I know um, so many Storm fans are consistently asking about Gabby Williams. My understanding with the prioritization is that she's likely not to play this season in the WNBA. Can you talk on that at all? Yeah, we're still working through that with Gabby and um, her overseas team is in the playoffs right now. They obviously just came off the Euro Cup championship, which was really exciting for them, but now heading into the French playoffs. So we're monitoring as closely as we can and hopefully we'll have an answer soon, but um, just continuing to stay in touch with Gabby and, um, you know, see what's possible come the start of the regular season. And then my understanding with Gabby being a restricted free agent, uh, you would, so you would keep those restricted uh, free agency rights if she did not play this year? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and then kind of moving towards the draft, um, 
you know, first, before we kind of get into talking specifically about the players that were selected, um, I'm someone that just like loves that whole, even like the idea of the draft. And, um, you know, I was very excited to watch you guys, um, make your selections this year. Uh, even like the Seahawks, they have their draft coming up and, and I'm like super excited to watch that and how it all plays out. And I would love to just kind of, for whatever you're willing to share, um, kind of like the whole draft process, creating your big board and, and how you go about that. Yeah, I think it's a, a process that we continue to evolve. It's been fun, you know, with Noel and I now going into year three together, but kind of year two of a full calendar year, being able to really um, develop our system and what we feel comfortable with and, um, you know, our coaching staff also being back this second year. Um, so, Obviously, it all starts, you know, back in October, November when the college season starts and just trying to um, really monitor, you know, watch as much as we can, get out to games, obviously on TV and um, and online watching games and um, just having conversation about players. Um, and then, you know, once free agency, that cycle kind of goes through, you have a better idea of what your roster is looking like and um, can start to pinpoint maybe position needs in the draft or, you know, players that you really like. And, um, this year working through, you know, eligibility and who's, who's staying in school, who's coming out, um, all of that, you know, leading up to the final four and then the draft, but really just trying to get a comprehensive evaluation, you know, talking to, um, their college coaches, coaches that have played against them, you know, medical records, um, talking to the player themselves and um, just getting a feel for who they are as a person, you know, first and foremost, and wanting to make sure that we're um, adding good people to our culture and to our team. And then uh, from a basketball standpoint, you know, what do they feel like um, they've done and what do, where do they think they can go um, and how does that match what we need? So I think we approach it um you know, sometimes you're looking at best overall player and sometimes you're looking at a position need and usually throughout the draft there's a combination of both. But mm-hmm. um, we were really excited with how the, the draft played out for us this year. And then um, with the, I, I, I guess if you want to talk about this, with the like 36 total picks, do you, do you, does your like final board, is it around like 40 players, 50 players, or, or I guess how does that work? Yeah, we have, I mean, quite a large list. I, you probably saw the le- the list that the league had sent out of, you know, like players that had declared. Um, so that list obviously had more than, you know, 50 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a pretty long list. We tend to focus on, you know, 40 to 50 and making sure that, you know, we feel comfortable with that many so that we have a lot of options Um come that second and third round and you know you factor in international players and um all of those different um types of prospects and then make our big board for who we feel like is best for us and it might be different than you know what another team's big board looks like Mm -hmm. um, just based off of um priority position you know evaluation and how we feel about a certain player and uh, since you kind of touched on, um, I was curious about that with like the talking with like college coaches or even like coaches that, you know, maybe coached against the players. Um, it Like, was there ever scenarios, you know, obviously you don't have to like wouldn't name names specifically, but um, as far as like maybe red flags, whether it was either injury red flags or even just like attitude red flags that have like popped up in conversations that 
um, you know, doing that extra due diligence really helped you guys? Yeah, I think, you know, it's the same, you're going through free agency and, and it's anyone who we want to add to our team. I think it's important that we, you know, do our homework and know that they're a good person that's going to fit. And so, you know, for whatever, whatever that means, um, I think just making sure that we always feel confident and, and comfortable with who we're bringing in from a person and culture standpoint and then as well as a basketball performance health you know all of those factors that play into that as well definitely and then moving on um to actually the draft selections you guys made you guys posted on on your social accounts uh the selection of jordan horston in the first round obviously you guys were beyond excited um can you just kind of retell the moments leading up to that selection as far as you know once it got to maybe pick six and seven and and how you guys were monitoring that and just I guess your overall thoughts of of getting Jordan there yeah um I think you know like you mentioned kind of once we got past pick three and four we really started to you know talk about that could be a realistic possibility and um, obviously getting through five and six and then kind of getting excited. We had, you know, a plan for an idea of who we thought was going to be there. And, um, you know, we were still just talking through all scenarios. I think at that point you really start to talk realistically, okay, if she's there, you know, how do we feel? We, we had assumed prior that, you know, she was going to be gone. Um, and so definitely got more and more excited. What the video didn't show was the excitement after the eighth pick went when we knew that she was going to be available. So that was also, um, you know, the pre-excitement before the official call to the league. Um, but we were just really excited, you know, that she was available. We felt like um, she can help us in a lot of ways, was the best all-around player available, um, you know, top talent at that spot. And um, for her to, to fall to us, you know, was something that we weren't anticipating, but we, we were really excited that she landed here. Definitely. And then um, I guess talk more a little bit like her on-the-court basketball skills, things that really kind of stand out for her. Yeah, I think one is her size and athleticism. Um, you know, she's 6'2", she can play multiple positions. And the coaches, you know, then started thinking through all the different ways that they can use her. She can handle the ball a little bit. She can play on the wing. She's, you know, got enough size to play at the four spot. And so just starting to think through different ways offensively um, that we can really utilize her skill set. I think as she continues to develop, um, you know, we'll continue to improve her outside shot and um, being able to catch and shoot and, and knock down a three consistently. But I think the things that she does now, her passing ability, her IQ, her sense for the game and, you know, how she moves, I think is going to fit us really well and complement some of the other players that we have on the team. Um, and then defensively, you know, just being versatile, being able to guard multiple positions is obviously a huge advantage being able to switch out onto a point guard and have that length being able to guard post players and everything in between so we're really excited to um get to know her game a little bit better up close and personal but um she has great potential and a lot of intangibles in terms of um you know just her as a basketball player um and i think she's going to come in and, and work really hard and be a great addition yeah, that's that's what I'm really excited to be having an eye on in training camp for sure. Um, 
With and then I guess one more about Jordan. I, I actually just interviewed a, a beat reporter from Knoxville, Tennessee, yesterday, and she, you know, talked also about a lot of the same things that you were just saying, but also about her um, playmaking ability, especially at her size and everything. And I guess she said that uh, she kind of went through a late growth spurt, so I guess she like played a lot of point guard like earlier on. And um, is that like is that something you would even? Uh, look to have her like try in training camp in that role or is it really like basically like kind of the um you know it's unlimited possibilities because of her size her versatility her handles everything yeah I know Noel and the coaches are really excited with the you know just kind of freedom that they're gonna have with her to to move her around and try her in different places but we've definitely talked about her ability to to handle the ball, initiate offenses. So I think that will be something they explore um, for sure. And, you know, at the end of the day, we want to find combinations that work well together, that we're able to put the best five players on the floor in a position to be successful. And so um, I think being creative and finding ways to do that is going to be really important for us this year. And I think she fits within that as well and, and being able to move her around and, um, you know, free up other players and, and have different combinations um, that work well. And another guard I, I want to talk about, um, actually the draft pick from last season, uh, coming over this year from Australia, Jade Melbourne. Um, I know when I talked with Ezzy and Steph Talbot last season, they had mentioned that she was more of a shooting guard at that point, but then my understanding is this year she's played a lot of, of point guard and being that primary ball handler and has actually done really well in that. Um, I guess, what have you seen from Jade and kind of your expectations for her? Yeah, I think um, she's definitely improving at the point guard spot and, and we would like to continue to help her develop in that area. Um, I'd say she's very much a combo guard, um, can play off the ball as well as handle the ball. Um, and so we're excited to explore both of those those areas and again just trying to find combinations that work and you know the style of of play is you know maybe a traditional point guard you know looks a little bit different for us and uh, being able to have her initiate the offense sometimes have her coming off screens other times and so just being creative with that um but we're really excited to to have her in seattle uh, she gets here this weekend so looking forward to to seeing her and um you know we've obviously have talked to sammy wickham a bunch about her and um she was playing over in the same league and you know as he notes her so well too so um a lot of familiarity which i think will be helpful for her in making that transition but we're really excited to to have her here um this season and and see where she fits in Awesome. And then a couple more from me and I'll let you go. Uh, just uh, don't want to leave out the rest of the draft. You made um, three additional selections in, in the second and third round there. Um, do you just want to talk about those players and, and what you liked from them? Yeah. Um, Maddie Williams from Oklahoma. Um, you know, was someone um, we really identified early as um, – being a top prospect for us um, and had been, you know, talking about her in that first round group. And so mm-hmm. um, we feel like uh, similar to Jordan can play multiple positions, you know, is, is more of a four player um, has played more of the four, I guess I'd say in college, but we feel like has the potential to play, you know, as a three and four can play multiple positions, um, you know, can shoot it, can score in a lot of different ways, has really good vision passing, 
um, and defensively is long and, and mobile and can guard, you know, multiple positions as well. So, um, high energy player, really fun person, um, you know, is going to bring a lot of passion and, um, just competitiveness to our group. Um, our second, second round pick Dulce, um, just a big physical post player. Um, we feel like, you know, she's going to come in and work really hard. I think can still develop offensively, you know, her mid range jump shot, but the way she rebounds, um, the way she sprints into screens, she's a very physical, very strong. And I think that's going to add an, um, a dynamic to our, our post group and really round out, um, everyone else that we have in camp. So we're, we're looking forward to her being out here. And then our, our final pick, Jade Lavelle from, um, Arizona, who, you know, went to high school in the Seattle area, which is always a fun, uh, connection and being able to bring back someone with local ties, but, um, a really versatile scorer. Um, you know, she lives in the mid range, but last year really developed as a three point shooter as well, um, in her season at Arizona. Um, but her ability to create a shot off the dribble, um, is really impressive and, um, she has, you know, good size, is strong, um, can handle that physicality at the guard spot. Um, and I think defensively learning as well. Um, so we're really excited. She's um, been here this week um, working out and um, it's been a lot of fun to have her. And so we just feel like we have a really good group, you know, to complement the other players that we have on our roster. And I think it's going to be a really exciting training camp. Yeah, for sure. And that's, uh, that probably leads me to probably my last question here. Um, what are you, I guess, most looking forward to with all these younger players, uh, in training camp? Like, what are you hoping to see from them? Um, you know, as we get going here real soon? Yeah, I think overall, just, uh, an excitement and a passion and uh, a competitiveness every single day. You know, I think there's a very new and exciting energy about this group. Um, and, you know, we're excited to see them learn each other, learn our coaching staff, learn our systems and um, really grow together. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for them to, um, you know, just figure out how to maximize each other's um, potential on the court, really bond off the court. And I think um, our team is going to be one that's going to really play together well um, and really rely on each other uh, to be successful. And so I think that will be our messaging from the start. But I just love, you know, this time of year and having the players back. It's um, always so fun just to have them around and be able to go into the gym every day and, and watch them. So I'm just looking forward to that, just being in the gym again with some of the best basketball players in the world. And I'm really excited to see how the group comes together. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's I I don't know. I maybe it's just because it's kind of like this new era usher, ushering in. Um, but I am like really excited to see how this season plays out for the team um, yeah. with so many new young players and getting opportunities that they may not have had. And like you said, probably hungry and and wanting to you know get yeah. better each and every day. I think. Um, I think you guys have done a really good thing putting this together, and and it's exciting. I appreciate that. Yeah, we're we're equally excited. It's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a really fun year. I think we're going to have a group that um, will be fun to watch and easy to cheer for and um, will compete every single day. And so that's what we're, we're looking forward to. Thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. 
Of course. Thank you. And we'll see you soon.